Dear listeners, I bet you didn't think you'd hear from me again this soon, but a few people have emailed to let me know that they'd like to see more frequent episodes. And the big monthly episodes, they definitely take too long to produce. So I thought I'd share some shorter snippets in a new series that I'll call Storical Footnotes. I'm not sure yet how often I'll be able to produce these, but schedule permitting, I'll keep posting on Mondays, so an extra bit of listening to look forward to. Today, we're going to talk perfume and makeup, specifically Frida Kahlo's perfume and makeup. So in our episode on Frida, we talked at length about how Frida was really into crafting her self-image, both in an effort to hide her physical deformity on her leg and to celebrate her heritage. Clothes, hair accessories, and that fabulous unibrow were all part of her signature look. But did you know that she was a perfume and makeup junkie? After Frida died, Diego sealed up some rooms in the Blue House and put it in his will that these rooms should not be open for at least 50 years after Frida's death. He then donated the house to be a museum. Fast forward to 2004, and the rooms were opened. Inside, things were pretty much as she left them. Clothes scattered about, some of her braces. But what I found most interesting were her makeup, perfume, and skincare products because... Ahem. I make perfumes based on historical figures, so to actually find out what one of them wore is really exciting. Let's start with skincare. Frida used Pond's cold cream on her face. They didn't find foundation, so it seems like she did something of a no-makeup makeup look. She had eyebrow pencils, which she used to further accentuate both her eyebrows and her faint little mustache, which I love. She used Revlon lipstick and blush in the color Everything's Rosy. So Frida, like you and me, was really into that bold lip color. She also had a whole collection of nail polish and perfume. But let's talk perfume because obviously that's the most important. Frida loved to make an entrance. And make an entrance she must have done because she had a giant bottle of Guerlain's Shalimar. If you've never heard of Shalimar, you need to revisit perfume history. Shalimar was released in 1921, same year as Chanel number 5. Shalimar was the perfume for the Hollywood actresses of the 1920s and 30s. In fact, Gloria Swanson, who my perfume Untamed Lady is based off of, also wore Shalimar. Shalimar is still made to this day, but it has a new formulation. So if you go rush out and buy it, just know that it'll smell different than when Frida wore it. Its original formula had notes of tonka bean, jasmine, rose, ambergris, vanilla, sandalwood, and bergamot. It's a very sensual, feminine scent. Frida's other two favorite perfumes were Chanel No. 5, because what lady back then didn't wear that, and Chaparelli's Shocking, which of course that was a perfume that she liked. Shocking contains similar notes to Shalimar. It had Lang Lang, Sandalwood, Bergamot, Jasmine, Honey, Musk, Clove, Amber, and Patchouli. Chanel No. 5 needs no introduction, but the bottle that was found in Frida's room was empty and had been renamed acetone. I think she put some nail polish in the bottle when it was finished. Chanel number five had a similar composition to the other two with sandalwood, patchouli, musk, jasmine, rose, lang lang, bergamot. So clearly Frida liked these musky florals that were also considered highly fashionable and modern at the time. So if you want to channel your inner Frida, put on some red lipstick and spritz Chanel number five, shocking or Shalimar on your wrists. 